Welcome back to Say Something Interesting. This is Megan. And, and Brent. <laughs> and Megan just did her first intro, everybody. <laughs> Woo! She was so nervous. Uh, I was a little nervous. You crushed it. <laughs> you like threw it at me right at the I, right, right before I pressed record. I said, you want to do the intro? <laughs> I guess, sure. <laughs> this is the follow-up podcast from East Lake oh, Tri-Cities. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll just finish it for you. <laughs> And uh, we're so glad that you found us, uh, and uh, we try and do this on a weekly basis. We record these on Monday, kind of recap what was talked about on Sunday, but also just kind of interesting things in life. We are recording this on the observed day of Veterans Day. That Veterans Day was officially yesterday, but we observe it today, which means Megan does not have work today because no also school. Um, and she still graciously came in and <laughs> decided to record it with yes. us today. So yeah. thanks for coming in, Megan. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it gets me excited. out of bed and... Doing things that I should be doing. What instead of, what does fill your day on a on a on a school holiday like this? Because you don't work in a school; it's an after school program. But if there's no well, school, I do no work after. in a school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't like work for right. the school. So when they're it's closed, weird. you're closed. Yeah. So, um, well, right now, what fills my day is working on this paper that I have to write for my <sighs> one of my classes. Got so. it. Yeah, because grad school, <laughs> we read about that last week. Yeah, I heard about that last week. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Any other big things on the docket today? No. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, do you, a question for you, yeah. do you reward yourself with some sort of a, like, thing, like when yes. you finish a paper like that, uh, yeah. is there like a, uh, all right, I kind of earned this, you know, bag of Doritos or this food, you know, typically it's food, sometimes mm-hmm. it's experiences or retail shopping or something like that. Any sort of guilt-free, free pass sort of thing? Because I'll, I'll tell you mine real quick while you're thinking about it. So yesterday, uh, post-church, London had a friend over, we did all that, we watched some football, watched the Seahawks lose, just frustrating, just all of that, <laughs> just more of the same. So anyways, I decided to, uh, yeah, we were taking <laughs> London's friend home, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to reward London, which is really just a reward for myself, uh-huh. and we're going to have a little time, plus Kylie was home with the Littles, and they were uh-huh. still making dinner, and I was like, if we could just, there's a little bit of time there. <laughs> I could stay out of the house a little bit longer, which would be great. So uh, uh, we took her to uh, Roasters and enjoyed a, a holiday beverage mm-hmm. that I know is not good for me. Mm-hmm. And yet, every once in a while, I love eggnog chais. Mm-hmm. You ever had an eggnog chai? I have not ever had eggnog Yeah. What's chai. your take on eggnog? Yay pro or con? Um, I'm usually fairly pro eggnog. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I generally like mine on the boozy side, but... <laughs> sure. Roasters doesn't do that. No. Uh, eggnog chai just tastes a little bit like I'm not really like into I'm not anti like the whole really like Christmas up before Thanksgiving uh-huh. thing Kylie's been like sneaking a few things in there and she'd be uh-huh. like don't look above the don't look above <laughs> the uh, piano you'll see this like you know whatever thing that she bought and we joke about it but mm-hmm. I don't I don't care whatever it doesn't matter to me yeah um I do enjoy there is nothing like like a like there's a certain beverage that's like a trigger for me yeah that just goes, all right, yeah, here we go. Holidays. Holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Game nights and uh, long evenings, man. It's yes. it's one of those times it where it's like, dark. I'm tired. I'm like, oh, 6.30? Yeah. What the? <laughs> You're like, it's been dark for two hours. I, I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways. That daylight savings is a tough transition. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're like, oh, it's dark now at 4.30. I okay. do want to give one quick shout out because um, we're in this like, this is our, our random section of yeah. our, our podcast. So, you know, you're like, I thought this was a like structured podcast. <laughs> it kind of is. I do want to give a quick shout out. My wife and I, uh, well, we, Clive's birthday was Saturday, one uh-huh. year. He's one year old, uh, which means 
uh, he's got an appointment today, mm-hmm. this morning. As we're recording this podcast, he is currently being <laughs> poked and prodded with all kinds of one-year shots. And Kylie was like, are you uh, going to be available to come help with this? And I was like, oh, babe, Megan and I need to record a, co- record a podcast. And she's like, I thought there was no school, and they you cancel, and oh, well, we're, st- we're going to record the podcast. Because... <laughs> I would prefer to be the dad who comes in after the fact with a bag of donuts and uh-huh. say, you know, dad's home and <laughs> I promise not to poke you. I can't believe mom did that to you, buddy. I'm so sorry. So. That's so sketch. So also, sketch. I totally so huge asked shout you. out to my wife because when I get home, it's not going to be like that probably. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Uh-huh. Yeah. I totally asked you yesterday too if we were doing it today or if you wanted to do it some other time. Oh, yeah. Nope. It's perfect. Let's do it. What's on the docket for tomorrow? Shots at the doctor? <laughs> Busy. Um, okay, guilty, not guilty pleasure. Yeah. Reward. Um, well, usually after some sort of school thing, my reward to myself is taking a night off of school. Okay. So even though I have other school that I need, like other classes or other things that I need to start doing, I'll be like, no, I finished it. I can take a night off. Dude, I remember that in school. The, and even grad school, too, was the hardest part. And if, for those of you listening who've been out of school for a while, mm-hmm. just try and remember the the overwhelming nature of always having homework hanging over your head. Yeah. And every time you do something fun, you're like, this is great, but I could be. If I, I should was, be. <laughs> if I was more productive, I would be reading yeah. or writing right now. Yeah. yeah. And I remember just the feeling of the burden being lifted every time you finish a class for a quarter. Like yeah. I I totally get the yeah. idea of like, I, there's nothing expected of me right now. Yeah. There's nothing that I have to be doing or should be doing. Or well, I mean, there that. is, but yeah, right. I <laughs> it mean, feels, it feels less pressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's usually my reward for school accomplishments. Um, Which is great. Cause it's yeah. cheap and right. It's free. <laughs> yeah. And there's no calories involved. So <laughs> Kudos for I mean, coming up with one that... There's other... Like, I have... Like, I think potato chips is probably my, like... I can eat those now. It's whatever. So, a night off, does that mean involving other people and friends? Or does that mean just making time with cats at the house? What's... It depends. What do you mean night off? Just all... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So sometimes it's just, like, I get to watch TV. Yeah. Which I don't do anymore. Right. So... And then other times it's going hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, we're listening to say something interesting back episodes and yeah. catching up. Well, on I that. do that when I. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. I listen to my podcasts when I like walk in the morning. So yeah. How was that this morning? Did uh, you do that this morning? Yeah, I did. It was good. I did oh not. Oh my listen gosh! To a podcast, so though. cold though. Good grief! It wasn't I can't that even... bad. Come on. <laughs> I'm freezing right now. Like I'm worried that my teeth chattering in between the takes. It's honestly colder in here than it was. It is so like, walking, cold in here. So. Gosh. All right. Uh, so we did week two of our befriend series yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, talked a little bit about John chapter eight and the woman caught in adultery, and just the response of moving towards because the whole series about befriend, uh, the idea has been moving towards people you'd normally be tempted to avoid. Uh, for various reasons, and one of those are people who are experiencing high levels of shame and and public opinion against them, and we've seen that play out in the Twitter world. We've seen that play out in just uh, in general or in high school. You probably mm-hmm. remember some of these things, um, and it's it's been a pattern uh, of humanity as we've talked about. It's not yeah. like a modern issue. It's been 
uh, all over the place, and it even shows up in Scripture when this woman is caught, brought before the people, and specifically at a time that they knew was going to be, you know, like large crowd and attention drawn to it, and they put Jesus in an awkward spot, uh, and he instead of condemning her, and and it's and it's not just, I mean, there's like so many unique takes to this story that it's not that, that he was just like, um, well, I don't think you should do that, or yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose grace in this area but the method by which he did it was was to point a mirror back to these people going yeah. all right whoever's whoever's perfect go ahead and start yep and then we'll go from there um so anyways that's a that's such a different unique uh take that it was it's it's challenging for us it's uh it's it's a big deal and uh then what the the part of the or the piece of the story that I felt like was really most important for this came for me at the end um, when I did this like, uh, you know, hey, this isn't really like super scripted out. This is just kind of off the cuff deal. But um, we don't do this because uh, it makes us more lovable or or a lot of times we caught the trap that, that we can fall into is if I move towards this and I do like these people and, and I do operate in this way, man, I can see why God would like me because mm-hmm. I'm super lovable in this way. Um, and that's just really the wrong approach. I, I, I sat, I verbalized it, I think, better in second service when I said, where do you see yourself in this story, yeah. right? Who do you see? Uh, who? Uh, where do you see? Yeah, where do you see yourself? And I think oftentimes we see ourselves as Jesus because yeah. we're <laughs> our own hero. Um, and we are the hero of our own story, and so we don't always act like Jesus, but we that's our goal. Like, we want to be Jesus. And the probably the better way would be, do we see ourselves, because I think John saw himself, this is one of the reasons why he wrote this, as the shamed, as mm-hmm. the woman in this in this photo, and, and or in this story, not photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and can we see ourselves in that way? And then can we move from that place of vulnerability to a spot where we would take seriously his his comments um known as the golden rule to treat other others the way that we would want to be treated mm-hmm. so then we still we still have the proper action but we don't fall into the ego pride of thinking that we're in the position of power to uh, be the type of person who can move towards this person and we're so kind and it's just mm-hmm. our generosity it's just who we are and that's just us and we're no, no wonder that God loves me. Yeah. Um, I think it's also really important to recognize when you are one of the people holding a stone. Like, oh yeah, like that's a really important thing to be. Able that's to the stick. other option yeah. in the story. You have two options. Yeah. You don't have three. You're not <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, you are either in the crowd mom mentality where yeah. it feels good for some weird reason to shame others or to be in a position where I didn't do anything wrong. Somebody else did something wrong, and I want to make sure they're called to the carpet for it. Um, you can be that one, Mm -hmm. um, but hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully you can see beyond that. Yeah. I think that's hard. Like, it's really easy to be part of that though. Cause like if all, if attention's over there on someone's bet wrongdoing, then people aren't going to be looking at my wrongdoing. Right. Yeah. So it's easy to be, to stand in the crowd and say, yes, focus on that person who does the exact same thing that I do, but is getting all of this attention about it. That's super good, Megan. I, I should (laughs) have brought in. The third person in the story, that who do you see yourself as? Even yeah. when I did the two, I was like, I thought it was revolutionary to be like, hey, you're not Jesus. <laughs> you might not even be the woman, man. No. You might be holding a stone. Yeah. 
I think more often than not, spot. we are the ones holding the stone. For sure. So at least like I, for me, straight up, I'm more often than not, I feel like I am the one holding the stone. And Jesus has to be like, hey, Megan, let me remind you. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully yep. I'm the first one to drop my stone and walk away. Right, but... <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, what else did you, I know you had a couple things yeah, you had written um, down. Well, I was kind of like the ego thing kind of played in what we just talked about, but um, that idea of we are so concerned with looking good that we like we put people, we let people be that person that's being shamed instead of us being shamed. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking about was um, when like in those situations and like the recovery from shame and the, our inability as society to let people who have made like one horrible, awful mistake um, recover from that. And so I, I listened to this podcast called Radio Lab and they did a series recently about consent and one of the, um, in like, you know, sexual relationships. Um, and one of I just the- like watching you squirm for a second. <laughs> I know. Uh, like, you were um, like- <laughs> I, I wasn't going to help got you. this like really she, evil grin on She his threw face. out a lifeline and I just like watched the little <laughs> life preserver float for a second. I was, I was going to get there, but continue. Like- yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and they interviewed this woman that helps young men who have been kicked out of college for, uh, those kinds of misconducts, uh, find, uh, admission into new colleges and things like that. And it was a really interesting perspective because I think we as a society, like they've, for most part, they've made like one really big misjudgment or mistake. Um, it could be a pattern. It could be a singular yeah. thing, whatever. But for the most part, it's not a pattern. It's just one, yeah. like one mistake that involved probably involved alcohol or something sure. else and or in miscommunication and you know some societal like ideas of what it looks like what those kinds of things look Dude, like but, is there any more untouchables in our society than that right now yeah. i mean from a public opinion yeah. standpoint like what she's doing i'm sure she's gotten some hate mail from people like why are you helping out these yeah. Boys, these... I don't know that she, well, now she probably has because she was on a nationally syndicated podcast, right. but I'm not sure a lot of people beforehand knew. Um, yeah. I mean, I didn't know until you yeah. brought it up. And so. I don't, can't even remember her name right now, but the, it was just a really interesting, cause she gets to hear a lot about the cases that they're involved in. And um, so she's like, for the most part, it's like one, like the, the question of was there consent or not is foggy and like, did they make mistakes? Absolutely. Do they need, were there consequences for those mistakes? For sure. Does that mean that they need to now not have an education? Right. Not like she is, believes is that what's firm, best for yeah. them now. They hide she under believes a rock firmly and that like providing, like reproviding an opportunity for higher education is going to ultimately benefit our whole society, right? Which I totally agree with in that way. But it's just that interesting idea of, like, because in the story of the woman, she, like, we don't know her whole story. Some adultery happened. We don't know if that's one mistake or if that's a pattern, but they're about to, like, stone her to death for it, right? And Mm -hmm. so, like, how we treat, like, yes, there are people that are, like perpetually make bad choices or whatever. But oftentimes most people who end up in jail or in doing things like that, it's one big mistake. 
It's not a pattern of behavior. And so how we allow them to recover from that big mistake is, like, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know of any answers. It's just a thought in my head. There might not be a more, um, you know, one of the most popular uh, writing, opinion op-ed pieces right now is talks about prison reform stuff, yeah. right? Um, we have like these standards and we, we definitely want to set a precedent for society. We don't want a society overrun with some of this, these behaviors, but then yeah. automatically we do things to, an, we, we don't treat them as individuals with like a rehabilitation for the individuals. It's, yeah. it's a preparation for how do we make sure that nobody else in society does the thing, makes the same decision that they did. Yeah. It's a pun. Like it's a, let's make the punishment so awful. No one wants to make that choice. Yeah. Not a... We're actually trying to rehab yeah. this person yeah. to become a productive member of society again. Yeah. And and I know that that's a very political take, and there's so many oh, yeah. different sides to this, and I probably am, am, <laughs> am like way in the weeds and not uh, not worthy to be able to, to yeah. speak on it. But it's been an interesting read for me because um, like, there will be times where at the beginning of an article uh, that I'll read somewhere, I'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I totally believe the opposite thing. And then, again, it humanizes it. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, it becomes just the... Golly, that is a really hairy topic that yeah. is not simple. It's incredibly complex. And if we fail to recognize the perpetrator as an individual mm-hmm. and as a human being, um, then that, and, and I think it's important too. like, again, people are quick to point out um, Jesus didn't condone what she did. Nope. I, I know. Yeah, I know. It doesn't mean like, and, and I'm sure yeah. this lady who's dealing with these, these, no, she's like boys. fully, she in there, she's like, no, they have to own the mistakes. Right. Like before I even work with them, they have to own the mistakes that they um, have made. And sure. that's part of, so she like helps them write entrance exam, entrance essays and things like that. Um, and she's like, that's part of it. Their essay has to be about like here, what are the choices that I made that led to this? Like what were the, like, and here are the consequences of those things. This is how I'm feeling those consequences of that. It doesn't, like, she requires her clients to own the mistakes they made and the choices that they made and um, really dive into where they're, like, where they yeah. didn't pay attention to the no or didn't pay attention to the maybe or, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't, It's it's not about not being culpable for what you did. It's about allowing space for a huge mistake to happen in someone's life and then letting them recover from yeah. it. If, if they're truly repentant, and that, I know that's a huge caveat, but yeah. if they're repentant, am I, and I don't want to say mature enough, that's not the right word. Am I, uh, have enough grace in my life yeah. to see beyond their worst. I think it's a secure, moment. like when you said mature, I thought secure. Am I secure enough? Yeah. In, secure. That's probably like good the one. grace I've been given. Right. And to, what kind of a role in society yeah. do I have to forgive somebody versus the girl or woman who was a victim of his assault yeah. or whatever? Like that's a different level of forgiveness, yes. but I, I don't need to assume the same forgiveness for him. Wow. I forgive you. Well, yeah. It wasn't really yeah. <laughs> you. I mean, you're hurting society. So there's a lesser extent of yeah. forgiveness, and, and I get that. So I don't want to remove, like, I don't want to make it feel like, oh, it's just a little minor yeah. thing. For her, it was a, a big deal. Yeah, and, and I'm not trying to diminish yeah. any sort of actions that happen. Right. But it's or... also bad to assume yeah. to take on the exact same level of anger towards him as if it was as if he did that to me. Like, I don't yeah. know that that's yeah. 
because then I'm not in really a position to forgive and 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 see him as an individual yeah. and move on, which is oh my gosh, this is so it's messy, man. This is yeah. so complicated. Because like, even I as I'm have, saying that, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, but this, but this, yeah, but this. I know, yeah. I know. And I'm not. So I, save your emails. Right, it's yeah. very complex. <laughs> I know. And I don't have any answers. I'm just saying, like, I just thought of that mo- like Jesus walks towards people in those shame moments both the both the victim and the one who is the perpetrator right yeah. and he allows he allows space for reconciliation and recovery and yeah. so if i want to be like, so how do i allow space for reconciliation and recovery in my life with people either people who've wronged me personally or just people in general who have made a big mistake and like the way our like social media society is now, it's it's not like it's your mistakes aren't just local right. anymore. No, no, your mistakes are national. Yeah, I think it, again, it all comes back to if that were me. Yeah, and then the honest humility to say, and it very well could have been me. Yeah, how would I want somebody to treat me? That's yeah. what I should go do. Yeah, if I made that so huge mistake, right. I would want an opportunity to recover from that. Yeah. And not to sit on this platform of, but I would never stoop that low. But yeah. that's so far beyond my, uh, abil- not ability, that's the wrong word, but my uh, office or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I just always think, uh, <laughs> like, I'm way smarter than oh, that. Oh, yeah, I would never like, do something so I would never so do ridiculous. something so stupid like that. <laughs> that's when you know you're in danger. <laughs> That's like the character in the movie who says something early on in the movie, and you're like, uh-huh. "Oh, that person's dying for yep. sure." I would never. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. I don't know when, but before before the credits roll, <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. All right, uh, this is a good time probably to transition to our. Well, I do want to mention this. I don't know why, but Kylie and I were talking as I was uh, like trying to go over my notes on Saturday night and develop finalize some of this stuff because it's it's been a really I don't know why it's been a really weird series for me, really hard mm. in terms of development wise. I'm not asking for like pity or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just trying to be honest with you in, the, in a podcast medium because this podcast is about that. Yeah. I don't know why, um, but like just feel like I'm treading tires, treading. Mm. And yet, like after I get done talking about it on Sunday, I'm, I'm always like, oh, that was actually pretty good. Like, <laughs> all right, that's fine. But like several times on Saturday, like five o'clock, I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I, I'm worried about tomorrow. I should just <laughs> I should just download a video or something because this is gonna be so bad. Uh, so Well, you know. Uh, God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> I I it's been I so stressful. It's been weird. So I don't know why I'm it's sorry. been so that way. But yeah, anyways. There's <laughs> nothing to do with it, but uh, all right. Uh, interesting things that you have found, read, or just uh, has nothing to do with this. We're just like shifting away to our, our say something interesting mm-hmm. of the week. Uh, and I'll go first, if okay. that's all right. Because yeah. mine's, I'm excited about this. So I pre-ordered a book. You ever pre-ordered a book on Amazon? Um, Not me personally, but my grandma did with Harry Potter books for me. It feels weird. <laughs> I know that people have done it. Like uh-huh. when people say I, I bought something off layaway, you're like, you still use layaway like that? <laughs> I didn't know. Why would you ever? Okay, whatever. Pre-ordered a book, and I'm not really the kind of person that does that because it doesn't make sense. Like, I'll just <laughs> put a paper something. <laughs> but I did it because I'm, I 
like the author and I'm trying uh-huh. to support the author and I know how important or he has talked about uh-huh. in his promo how important it is to get pre-orders available so that uh, the printers and publishers yes. know, especially for first time authors, uh-huh. what the demand's gonna be because there's a lot of costs involved yep. in that. So um I listened to a podcast, I've mentioned it multiple times on this on this podcast, um called uh the Popcast with uh-huh. Knox and Jamie. And he is writing his first book and it's called The uh, Wondering Years. Not the Wonder Years, uh, <laughs> but the Wondering Years. Okay. And I have not read it, but I'm telling you, it's going to be good. <laughs> it's a matter of like who he is and his humor. And if you um if you've ever been a part of a Sunday at East Lake with me and have enjoyed my humor, I think that um a, I've stolen multiple things from him and not really given him credit for it, so I'm worried <laughs> that they're coming out in the book and I'll be, you know, like, oh, found out. But Whoops. Um, I just, uh, I really enjoy him. And so I'm telling you, if you like me, you might like this. Um, so the book comes out tomorrow. I think I, I think I get it in the mail tomorrow. I know it comes out tomorrow, and you can download the ebook and and order it off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is quickly jumping. I have a long, long list of, like, books that I need to read. Uh-huh. Uh, it will jump to the top, and I will definitely read that first. And I, it's going to be an easy read. It's pop culture. Yeah. Um, but like, he's he's Christian. He's mm-hmm. a Christian guy, but like pretty progressive. And then like it doesn't even like you could listen to the podcast, and so many people do and post, and, and you can tell like it, he, very broad audience. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be like a, here's the ten things we can learn about uh, Jesus from. <laughs> Uh, ever after, you know, or something stupid or uh, bad movie pull. But uh, uh, I love that movie. By the way. It's going to be it's going to be legit. Yeah. It's going to be funny. Okay. I was able to read uh, some of the things that his publisher made him edit out for uh-huh. for logistics reasons, because it is a Christian publisher who's uh, doing the book. And they're like, uh-huh. that's probably too far. And and he was kind of like frustrated with that. So he uh-huh. posted like, here's the five top edits that didn't make the cut. And two, I mean, there are several of them that just, I'm like, even if like something three quarters this good is in the book, yeah. it's going to be entertaining. So okay. uh, The Wondering Years, Knox McCoy, um, check it out on Amazon tomorrow. Right. And I think there's an, I think he's, I think he even recorded the own audio book. Um, so if you're more into that, because I know a lot mm-hmm. of people, uh, especially podcast listeners are like, that's like their MO because long drives or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Check it out. All right. Yeah. The Wondering Years. There you go. Got it. Um, Mine is... Like more of a PSA than a necessarily say something interesting. But because today is a Veterans Day observation and yesterday was Veterans Day, I just wanted to, um, there's a veterans crisis hotline, which you can call for veterans who are either having mental or like home crisis or whatever. Uh, and so I just wanted to say the number. Maybe we can put it in the yeah, notes. show notes. Yep. Um, and it's one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. I know it's um, a lot of our homeless in our country are actually former veterans who are struggling with some sort of mental illness or um, physical ailment that has stopped them from being able to have a job. And uh, then just there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen after you've been to war that need help and need people, and so. Absolutely. That 
I just wanted to kind of throw I, that out there. You have the uh, Thousand Oaks shooting this last weekend mm-hmm. at a country bar in, in California, in the L.A. area. Um, Ex-Marine or ex-military, yep. uh, ex I don't know if it was Marine, but mm-hmm. um, struggle with some PTSD stuff, yep. and, and you see it, and that can be incredibly lonely. In fact, it, it's relevant in this series because um, you talk, we talked about how the importance of friendship is always the yeah. thing that binds you. And for a lot of these uh, men and women, mm-hmm. the, the thing that has bound them together was the camaraderie that they found in the family tie. You know, the, it felt like a family when you're mm-hmm. out and you've got a, there's a mission and, and then you are released from that or you choose release or whatever, however the case goes or, or medically, you just yeah. can't be in it anymore. Yeah. And that's, t- and especially when it's taken away from you, yeah. um, there can be a lot, there can be a loss of identity of who yeah. am I and w- what is this about? And I saw some things that I can't unsee. Yeah. And people that I'm, close to here now don't can't understand they don't understand and the people who do understand are dead you or, know you know or not close to me anymore yeah or, yeah. yeah and I, I i've lost even those friendships so what yeah. is the purpose of any of this so yeah, yeah if you know somebody that's uh, going through that or you personally yep. are then uh, definitely want to make that aware because there are some resources out there and yep. there need to be more resources like that out there too yes. so um yeah absolutely good stuff thanks megan <laughs> Uh, that'll do it for uh, this episode of the podcast. We are doing our uh, pub theology event this, this Wednesday night here at the theater. So if uh, theology discussion is your game and uh, you are interested in it as well in uh, tasting some craft brews from all around mm-hmm. the Pacific Northwest. Are you bringing some? Oh, yeah. What are you bringing? Uh, I don't know yet. I got to go <laughs> see. Although uh, there is a Dr. Shed 90-minute IPA uh-huh. on sale right now. Uh-huh. It's cheaper than the 60-minute, which doesn't make any sense at Yolks. <laughs> They've mismatched their prices, and I just have taken advantage of it twice, Megan. <laughs> and I might do it a third time for Wednesday. We'll see. Um, yeah, so Wednesday night here at the theater, 630. Uh, we would love to have you uh, come out and enjoy. We're actually going to be listening. The How we change the format is you listen to a specific podcast mm-hmm. on theology, then we come and discuss it. It's not this one, um, but it is because that would be like super self-serving. Yeah. Uh, it's called This Cultural Moment, um, and there's information on the community marketplace if you're interested in more about that. So mm-hmm. eastlaketricities.com slash marketplace, 630 Wednesday pub theology and would love to have you out for that uh all right that'll do it for us uh you can find me on the socials at brent johnson j-o-h-n-s-e-n megan you want to give out um i'm on the instagram at meg m-e-g bojan b-e-a-u-j-o-n you're gonna have to say that last one uh, last part again b-e-a-u-j-o-n there you go Mm -hmm. uh and so pictures of the cats and yeah i was actually looking at my Instagram pictures the other day. Well, I think yesterday because I knew we do this part on, and yeah. I was like, eh, it's ninety percent cats. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know what our cats are up to? Live cams. It's going to be amazing. So Mostly fun. just them being because they're siblings, and so they snuggle, and so them being adorable together. Your cats, my kids. That's yeah. what you're in store for, pretty much. <laughs> that's all you get with us. Uh, anyways, uh, have a great week, guys, yes. and uh, hopefully you catch us up next week. And if you're are in town, we'd love to have you for part three of Befriend this weekend. Mm-hmm. It'll be a good one. See ya. Bye.